going to be um, our last Sunday, actually, that we meet physically together um, before the year ends. Uh, next week, we only have it online. But however, we are meeting on Christmas Day on Saturday to celebrate Christmas together. So that'll be exciting. So make sure, please, you do come. Uh, the service starts a little bit later at 11 o'clock. Um, it will be a shorter service so everyone can go home and uh, enjoy the time with the family. Now, being the last Sunday of the year, um, I don't know about you, but no matter how good 2021 has been for you or how bad 2021 has been for you, we all go in with some sort of uh, expectations, right, to 2022, right? We're all having some hopes, we have some desires, we have some goals, we have some resolutions that we have set. And we're going into the new year with some sort of expectations and expecting great things, right? So I want to ask you this morning, and the question that keeps coming to my head, especially over the last two or three years, has just been quite challenging. What do we do? When those plans, those goals, those things that we have get interrupted. What do we do when those plans that we have never actually take place? Honestly, I had loads and loads of plans for our church. And then COVID hit. <laughs> and then there was lockdown. And then there was all these restrictions, and we still are in so many restrictions. I had so many plans for personally, for myself. So as we're approaching Christmas Day, I want us to look at the Gospel of Matthew chapter 1. Um, but let me just give you a, a quick overview for those that not are familiar with it. Um, and this morning, I want to focus on Joseph. And the reason I want to focus on Joseph is I feel like um, when it comes to Christmas, Mary gets a lot of mention. The wise men get a lot of mention. Uh, even the shepherds. I mean, I, I spoke about shepherds the other week. But sadly, Joseph never really gets any sort of love. And I feel like he deserves a lot of love, actually. And I honestly believe Joseph is a great, great role model for all of us. On what to do when our plans not go according to what we planned for. Honestly, he is great um, role model. Just for those that are not familiar with the story, obviously Joseph becomes Jesus' earthly father. But he wasn't the biological father, right? Because Mary was conceived by the Holy Spirit. So before Joseph could actually marry officially, officially get married to Mary, um, she's already pregnant. <laughs> now, this is a big issue uh, for those cultures, but even today, I just want you to put yourself in his shoes, right? You found the love of your life, the person that you say, you know what, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person, and you making all these plans to get married, and you're all excited, you're all happy, and all of a sudden, you find out that she is pregnant. 
And, and, and the thing is, the twist is, it's not even pregnant by you. She's pregnant by someone else. The child is not even yours. Imagine how crushed Joseph must have felt when he heard the news that his beautiful wife-to-be is pregnant. All his plans are all of a sudden crushed. And culturally, you need to understand that Mary would have been laughed at. She would have been ridiculed. She would have been literally, she was even in danger because of the culture back then. Like she could have been stoned to death. He would have been, she would have been humiliated. But the Bible tells us how Joseph was a righteous man. He was a righteous man. And because of that, he was willing to literally walk away quietly and divorce her quietly and just walk away. Let's just read it from uh, Matthew chapter 1 from verse 20. And it says this. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save people from their sin. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary, he took Mary home as his wife. So today, um, I've got a, a message titled, Submit to God's Plan. Submit to God's Plan. And I know um, it's not the most exciting thing to submit to something, right? Um, it's not, um, you know, sometimes it's not our expectations. We uh, submit is not really popular in our culture. We we're like to enjoy stuff. We love to build our entire life literally on control. We wanna, we, we're, we're all control freaks, aren't we? <laughs> we love to, um, with the comfort and the convenience. And, and what we've been facing over the last couple of years is literally been so challenging. It's been so difficult. And it's literally been out of everyone's control, right? Like what COVID's done is taken control away from everyone. Every day we wake up, there's a different news. So what I'm saying today, I want to encourage you. I don't want to encourage you this morning to just submit to God's plan. Submit to God's plan. So here we have Joseph. And he has plans. Right? Like I said, his plan to marry the love of his life is... Um, and then all of a the sudden there's this left turn and she's pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And is still supposed to be with her. So then... He gets to this place where we respond like Joseph, like, how, 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 do, we, how do we place ourselves in his shoes? And, and, and Joseph did what the angel of the Lord commanded him. Now, of course, 
this was going against his culture, but also not only against the culture, but also our typical human nature, right? Can you just put yourself in his shoes? It's completely against our human nature. I think any, I don't, I don't think any of us would have blamed Joseph to literally walk away, right? He wouldn't have been ridiculed. He wouldn't have been, everyone could understand it. But how do you respond when you unwrap this, this gift? How do you respond when you unwrap these things in life that you were excited about and all of a the sudden they turn out to be something different? How do we respond to that? Now, I don't think there is a formula to this, but I really believe it comes down to submission. And as we're going into 2022, I want to give you two things that I think all of us, I really believe we need to work on. The first thing is desire. Desire. You see, our motivations are based on, on some sort of internal desire. Now, it could be a, 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 a positive desire, right? Or it could be a negative desire. But whatever desire is, whatever the motivation is, this motivation drives us to win. So if, if there's a negative thing that I'm motivated about would drive me to, obviously, to the wrong place. But if it's a positive one, would drive me to win in that place. Now, in the book of Matthew, we are told how Joseph was a righteous man. And being a righteous man, he meant... Uh, you know, he, he desired to do what was right. He desired to please God. He desired to do uh, the right thing. And the right thing was to remain holy before God. And that's exactly what he wanted to do. He loved Mary. He didn't want to embarrass her. He didn't want to uh, cause a scene. So he did what he, you know, wanted to do. In verse 19, it says, because Joseph, her husband, was a faithful, was so faithful to the, to the law... And yet, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. You see, I want to tell you this morning that Joseph's motivation was pure. His motivation was right. It was pure. It was desire. It was righteous. He didn't want to disgrace her. So what did he want to do? He wanted to divorce her quietly and just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> But you know what? It still wasn't the way God wanted him to go. Even though his desire was righteous, his, his motives were pure, that was not God's plan for him. You see, sometimes our desires can be pure and still be outside God's plan. Honestly, you, you know, you see it. Uh, what I love about Joseph is the fact that his desire was righteous but however, he was willing to do whatever God wanted him to do. And that's what, he, that, that's what God is after. He wants us to not just make plans and, and, and just invite him in it. I, 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 honestly, I, sometimes I feel like our, our desires most of the time is selfish. Our desires are normally selfish. And because, um, and, and because his desire... Um, was righteous and he was willing to obey God. 
he was able to submit to God's plan. If he wanted to be selfish, he would have literally walked away and said, you know what, that's it. <laughs> um, I take the easy road. But it wasn't. So even sometimes, you know, we say it actually, um, you know, we make plans and we, 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 we got all these plans and we say, God, you know what, um, Yeah, to be honest, the, 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 there are a lot of times, you know, we, we have desires and we just bring them before God. We, we make all these plans and idea, you know, plans and goals that we set and then we say, God, here they are. Be part of it. <laughs> just be part of it. And instead of saying like, you know what, um, and I, I, honestly, I really, I really believe that we do need to make plans. We do need to make um uh, goals we need to set them but i want to i want to i want to say the most important thing is you is really important to present your plans and ideas and goals to god and just say you know what god i give you full control i give you full control to add to remove or even um you know to amend anything you want to make it to go according to your perfect plan and will for my life. You see, our desires need to line up with God's will for us. It's not God, here's my list for 2022. Bless it. And I want you to just be part of it. No, 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 no. This is my list. I bring it before you. God, just have full control. Remove from it, add to it, you know, just amend it. I want it to be in line with your perfect will for my life. And you see, the best way we can do that is to cultivate our desire is through intimacy with God. We need to be in that place of intimacy with God. Intimacy with God stirs our desire to align with God's will. So as we enter 2022, honestly... I want us to move from the idea of just attending church. Just attending church, coming on Sunday and just doing your religious thing and going home and live your way. Just moving away from that and, and really cultivate um, an intimate relationship with God. Because that's what He's after. And as you spend enough time with your Heavenly Father, you, you start downloading Things that God wants you to do. You see, the more you spend time with Him, the more your desires will align to His desires and the will for your life. The second thing we really need to work on is discipline. Discipline. In our passage this morning in Matthew tells us how Joseph was faithful to the law. He was committed in following God's law, which was not an easy thing to do, by the way. He was motivated. So after Joseph was considered, considered divorcing his wife quietly and not disposing, uh, exposing her publicly, in verse 20 it says, But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David... 
Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. When Joseph woke up, in verse 24, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. And this is what faith is, by the way. Even though it wasn't part of uh, Joseph's plan, it wasn't part of his plan because his desire, uh, you know, was to be a righteous man. And because of his discipline, he opened, he was open for God to change his plans. And that's what we need to be, where we need to be. We need to be open for God to change our plans. How many agree it's hard to love discipline? It's hard, right? Discipline is hard. <laughs> but we all love the fruits of it, don't we? I mean, when you're disciplining something, man, the fruit that it produces. And we know how fruitful it can be. But it's hard to go through the process to get to the fruit. But if you want the fruit, you have to go through the process. The whole point of this message this morning is really, here's the thing. That Joseph went with his, if, if Joseph would have went with his own plans of divorcing Mary, and he wasn't obedient to the dream that God had given him, he could have completely cut himself out of God's will for his life. Can you just imagine? See, this dream is a confirmation to his belief. It was in line with what he was waiting for, the prophecy of the Messiah coming. And he made himself committed to the cause, even though it was inconvenience. And I believe that it was his discipline as a follower that kept him in God's will. It was his discipline as a follower. I want to ask you, how disciplined are we this morning? How disciplined are we as followers of Jesus? So this morning, I want to remind us all that God has a plan for your life. Listen, God has a plan for your life. For your life. For your life. For your life. For all of us this morning. There, there's a, a special plan that God has for every one of us. But the problem is that we're just not always walking in those plans. And I really want to invite you to seek God and seek His plan for your life. And not what your plans are for you. Because it's really easy for us to make plans and just invite God to be part of it. And I want to tell you, sometimes God asks us to do stuff that might not even make any sense. Completely unusual stuff. I mean, when you look at the Bible, just think about it. In Genesis, was Joseph. In Exodus, it was Moses. In Numbers, it was Joshua and Caleb. In Judges, it was Gideon. Then we have Ruth, Esther, David, and all the way to Joseph and Mary. Average people, everyday people that God used they just trusted in God's process. They just trusted in God's process and even looked crazy in the middle of it. But they just trusted God all the way through the process. 
By the way, let me just be clear here. God would never ask you anything to do anything that's not in line with his word. God will never ask you to do anything that's not in line with his word. But there's a direct link to submission, to submitting to God's process and the fruit that it produces, honestly, is a fruit that you couldn't otherwise produce if you're doing it by yourself. And I've seen this all over my own life. Can I get the worship team back up? I just want to wrap up here. I really feel like you need to really hear this this morning. You know, when you trust God's process, when you obey to his voice, when he calls you and you say, yes, I'm here, I'm available. When you do that, honestly, God opens doors that no one can close. You, you know, you see fruits that would have never been produced if it wasn't because of God. You see, the reason they came together is because you submitted to God's process. And I want to tell you this morning, don't ever get frustrated. Just trust the process. So, this morning, can I ask you just to stand up? I want us to just... I'm asking you to just consider this as we enter 2022. Not to make plans and ask God to be in it, but rather ask God and see what His plans are for you. Ask Him and He will show you. This morning, I want to ask you to cultivate a new and fresh desire for a solid relationship with God. And you know how you can do that? Through spending time with Him. Through prayer, fasting, reading His Word. And as we are going through, as we start our new year, I want to invite you to join us in our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Honestly, that's how you cultivate your relationship with God. By the way, uh, prayer and fasting, um, there are different types of prayer. There are different types of fasting. You can fast, food fast. Um, it's not for your diet, by the way. You're not, you're not <laughs> telling your body, okay, I'm not going to eat so I can benefit losing some weight. It's not about that. You're putting the food away so you can focus on God. So the time you spend eating, you know, I do spend a lot of time eating. <laughs> I put that time preparing the stuff. I put that aside so I can spend time with God and reading His Word, praying and seeking Him. And I want to encourage you. I think we had so much chaos all throughout the last two years. I really feel it's time for Shalom. I really feel like there's a time for shalom. And I really pray for 2022 to be a, a year of shalom, a year of peace. And that's what we want to be praying and fasting and seeking God and throughout His Word of what it actually means. Shalom, the peace of God. All right, let's just pray. Father, we just want to thank you. 
We honor you, we praise you, we glorify you, Father God. Father, we want to be like Joseph. We want to be like Joseph, even though when we have made plans and, you know, and those plans don't go according to the plans that we had in mind. When the interruptions comes, that we don't get frustrated, but we have this relationship with you so we can hear you and obey those plans, those, make, make those changes in our lives, Father God. So, Father, we just want to bring every plan before you. And we invite you, Father, to add to it, remove from it, change it. Most importantly, is we just want it to align with your perfect will and plan for our lives. We invite you to do it to do that for us. We honor you. We praise you, Father God, for your goodness. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.